This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Hockey News Action Show presented by BetMGM. I'm Jacob Stoller from the Hockey News alongside George Nasios, as always, getting you set for a Big slate of NHL games on this Tuesday. 11 games of action taking place, starting with none other than the Boston Bruins and Tampa Bay Lightning playing in Boston tonight. Two of the hottest teams in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, I just think uh, I like the home team here, Boston. I just think that injury to Sergachev is going to really catch up to the Lightning here against some good teams. Um, Their D just isn't the same if they're missing especially one of Hedman or Sergachev, but I throw Chernak into that mix at all mix as well. They got three def- regular defensemen now who have under 158 NHL games of experience under their belt and Hayden Fleury, who's yeah. really been a seven defenseman on every NHL he- team he's been on for like the past. He's like the basically. longest tenured and seventh D of all time. Yeah. I'm basically since he got in the league, he's been a seven D he yeah. slides in there when you're in. So the defense is just hurting. Bruins own Tampa in Boston. They've won four straight meetings there. Boston has had two full days off here. They're 7-1-1 one, and one when they have two full days of rest this season. Meanwhile, Tampa has the same amount of rest, but they don't like the rest apparently. They're 3-5 and five when they have two full days of rest in between games. Um, Boston, great home team. Tampa's been terrible on the road this year. I just think when you add all the ingredients together. Boston's the best bet to make here. They're paying 1.62 to one on the money line at BetMGM. I agree. Like even, even before Sergeyev was injured, there was talks that Tampa was looking to add a defenseman. Like even with Sergeyev in the fold, I don't know how they're going to make up for losing 25 minutes or sorry, no, 20 and change minutes a night. You know, you still have headmen, sure. But Sergeyev, just an underrated engine for them. And, uh, it, it's going to be tough for them, I think, especially to persevere here. And I mean, they don't have as many assets to bet, like to bid for like a, I don't think they'll get Tana, but a Sean Walker, right? So this is going to be interesting to see from Tampa for sure. Yeah. They basically traded every draft pick they had for, for <laughs> last year. Okay. I'm exaggerating a bit, but they, I think they did dra- uh, trade a draft pick in every round, first, second, third, fourth, and fifth for Geno. But honestly, if you're Tampa, you kind of got to trade for a defenseman here. You have the have salary no cap room. You just got to find the assets. I don't know. I don't think Sean Walker's commanding a first-round pick. Maybe. I mean, there's a lot of teams in the mix. There's other defensemen. They have to add somebody on the yeah. Whether it's – I know, like, they can't go big game hunting with Noah Hannafin probably, but whether it's a Sean Walker, um, an Andrew Peak from Columbus – um, Ilya Labushkin, like they need to fortify that defense somewhat to have, or else I think they're going to be cooked. Absolutely. Bruins, they've got 9.5 to 1 Stanley Cup odds, shortest odds in the East. We've been going back and forth them all year, man. Like, I mean, the odds makers think they're legit. 
Yeah, I mean, they have the best odds in the Eastern Conference to win the Cup. I'm not taking them, though. I mean, I don't know who they're going to add down the middle if they can add anybody at the deadline. Um, Lynn Holmes gone now. Monaghan's gone. Um, I don't even know if Adam Henrique plays center regularly anymore and if he's even an upgrade on Charlie Coyle in the middle. I just can't see with Charlie Coyle and Pavel Zaka as your top two centers, a team winning the Stanley Cup. The better bet involving people in this game is watch out for Nikita Kucherov in the Hart Trophy odds. I mean, he's kind of building a lead now on McKinnon in the points race. He's 3.8 to 1 in the Hart Trophy odds. And if Tampa makes the playoffs, he's going to have a really good case for the Hart Trophy. Yeah, if Tampa comes out and outscores all their defensive problems, Cooch will be the one leading them. And I think you're right. That'll definitely get him some love uh, in the Hart conversation. Um, next up, let's go to the Los Angeles Kings visiting the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, are the Kings back, dare I say? Big statement win against the Edmonton Oilers last game. I should be asking you if the Kings are back, Mr. Los Angeles. I sure hope so, because I, on the record, said that they were going to be my cup favorite. So Yeah, listen, they've won two in a row after winning two of their previous 16. So little co- little coach bump here, too. First game under the new man in charge last game. And they that was an impressive 4 nothing win over the Oilers. That was playoff hockey, physical game. You know, um, Mikey Anderson on defense is really underrated defenseman. In this. He was spectacular in that game. Um, and I think when you have guys like Drew Doughty, who's such a competitor, it affects the rest of the team and it's contagious. I think the Kings get on a little roll here. And thankfully for them, hopefully for them, they that slide happened in the middle of the season. So I like them on the money line here. They're paying 1.75 to 1. Uh, bet MGM. They got to win games like this against the Buffalo team. Owen Power is going to be out tonight. They already have yeah. Matias Samuelson out on D. The, here's another team that's hurting on D, but really yeah. opposite of Tampa. It's a team that doesn't have much to play for. They haven't been good all year. Yeah. Sabres have lost three in a row at home. Only two teams in the East have fewer home wins than the Sabres this season, while the Kings had for a large portion of the year the best road record in the entire league but they still have the second best road record in the Western conference. So um, I see the Kings getting a little coach bump here, going on a roll with a few games, riding a huge win over the Oilers and taking another victory tonight. Are the Sabres the most disappointing team from a better perspective? Because last year they were kind of like what Philly is now where they were underdogs night in, night out. Tage Thompson was an absolute animal on the shot props but this year, like they've they've been a total letdown. I feel like from betters' perspectives, especially, that'd be good to investigate. There are like ways you can look at the worst teams to bet on yeah. in in regards to like odds. They're probably up there, but after I think 30, 40 games, I think even the odds makers weren't favoring them in games that they like might have won because they're like this team's not it. Look, they've had a lot of guys just underperform this year. Tage Thompson underperforming. Rasmus Dahlin's been good, but not compared to last year. Owen Power has not taken that next step. Um, the only guy, Dylan Cousins, had 70-something point, points last year. I feel Invisible. like he's picking it up a bit now, but he's on pace for 50 points. So these guys, I think the only player that's really stepped up this year and has played better than last season is Casey Middlestat. So, um, yeah, it's just very disappointing season in Buffalo. Um, going to be an interesting off season for them because they're totally out of it right now. And I think, uh, 
I think the Kings will hand it to them tonight. Agreed. Next up, the Anaheim Ducks are visiting the Montreal Canadiens. George, tell me why I should care about this game. Um, some fun youngsters to watch on and some fun youngsters to watch in the game, mostly on Anaheim. Um, I don't know. I, not much. Maybe some guys that will appear on your favorite team in a few weeks, considering both these teams are not going to be notable sellers. And I have a player prop to mention for somebody that teams might pick up at the deadline a little later, but I like the ducks on the money line here on the road, paying two to one. Um, Caden Primo's going to be a net for the Habs tonight. I feel like anytime you have a goalie, that's not Sam Montenbeau in net for the Habs this year. No kidding. Uh, Jake Allen was atrocious against his former team, the Blues, on the weekend. They lost 7-2. And Caden Primo's really at a point where he's been playing here and there in the league for three, four years now, and he really hasn't taken the next step. I know the Habs have a very young, inexperienced, and at this point, bad D. Some of these guys might turn out to be very good defensemen in a few years, but they're nowhere close to that yet. But Caden Primo's career numbers, 7-17-3, so seven wins out of 20 games, 3.81 goals against, and 8.82 save percentage. Pretty good numbers if you're a goalie in the 1984-85 season, but not in the 2023-24 season. So um, I like the Ducks. I like the road team here. They've actually played pretty good lately. Yeah. No, they have picked it up. I'll give you that. You know, they were up, I think, 3-1 on the Oilers, the Oilers have lost two of their last three, and they almost lost to Anaheim, too. They were mm-hmm. up 3-1 or 3-2 to the Oilers, and inevitably the Oilers came back and scored an empty netter, so they lost 5-3 that game. The only other loss they have in their last five games is a one-goal loss to Dallas. So they've won three of their last five. They're playing pretty good. They've had three full days off. Doesn't happen too often in the NHL. They're 3-2 and two when they've had that much rest this year. 15 29 and two all the rest of the time so i think there's a lot of things here that point to a pretty good chance that the ducks will win tonight as i mentioned the Habs just got destroyed their last game 7-2 by the blues so yeah i like the ducks on the money line here and all eyes will be on frank vetrano five points in the last five games he's going to be the big ticket coming out of anaheim uh assuming that he probably i mean he'll probably be dealt i think that someone's gonna you know bite the bullet and throw a first or whatever it may be because you know he flies under the radar, but the guy just, he grabs points. That's if all he does. Can, if you can get it first for Frank, Frank for Toronto, I think Anaheim has to do it. And yeah, he's been, he's having a career year this year. Leads him in goals. I think he leads him in points too. And considering all of that, I think Anaheim will want to showcase him and he'll be playing his best hockey too, to have a chance to compete for the Stanley cup if he gets dealt. So he's paying 1.72 to one to get over 0.5 points at BetMGM today. So if he gets at least a point, you're getting paid 1.72 to 1. As you mentioned, points in five points in five games. He's got points in four straight. So he's been he's been on the scoreboard every game recently. So I think that's a good, pretty good player prop. Absolutely. Next up, the Colorado Avalanche are visiting the Washington Capitals. The Avs have lost four straight games. Yeah, what's going which on? Which is weird for this year. And OV has scored in, I believe, four straight as well. Bunch of fours uh, here. Um, are we writing him off a bit too early? Maybe. I don't know. He's getting hot. I mean, I don't think he'll get to like 35, but maybe he'll flirt with 30. Who knows? But but a couple of weeks ago, we were asking, will he even get 20? Get to 20. I know. Yeah. I mean, listen, at this rate, if he's getting hot and feeling it, I wouldn't put anything past him. But let's get, let's hold off on Obi for a second here. The Avs, 
four straight losses. Will yeah. that end tonight? Yeah, it's got to end. I mean, they're playing a terrible Capitals team. I terrible. think it ends in a big way. I think the Avs are going to be a little ticked off here. So I actually like them on the puck line to win by two goals. They pay 2.25 to one on the puck line. Those are great odds. And yeah. if you want to make a safer play, sure, bet them on the money line. It's paying much less. But I take them on the puck line to win by two. Um, they've lost four in a row. But having said that, they've been playing really good teams. They lost to the Rangers, the Hurricanes, um, the Panthers, and they lost to the Devils, who are decent. But that's three Rangers, Canes, and Panthers. Other than the Bruins, those are the top three Stanley Cup contenders from the East. The Ca Capitals, clearly a level or two below those squads. So I really like Colorado tonight. They won three straight versus Washington by a combined score of 13-4, or an average 4-1 victory, including a 6-2 beatdown a few weeks ago where Nate the Great had four goals and an assist. And in talking about players picking it up and players struggling, Nathan McKinnon's kind of kind of fallen off a bit lately. A little quiet, I got to say. I gave it to him. I called him as a lock for the MVP, but Cooch is buzzing and he's passing him. And he hasn't scored in the last three games. McKinnon. He hasn't got a point in three games. Yeah. He only has, he had a one goal four games ago and he has, he's been pointless since then. I don't think you're holding this guy off the score sheet too much longer. I think that ends tonight in a big I way. Agree. As I mentioned, five points his last game versus the Caps, including four games. I think Nate's going to explode tonight. So I like him over 1.5 points, paying 1.87 to 1 at BetMGM to get at least two points tonight. I'd also like it. look at him in the shot props. I think he's going to be firing on goal. But I, I think agree. his shot total was around, might have been four and a half, not even three and a half. So that's why I stayed away from that. But I like Nate a lot. And as we mentioned before, Ovechkin has five goals and five straight. So how about this same game parlay at BetMGM, Jacob? Ovechkin to score. Okay. McKinnon to score. And the ads just to win pay 6.75 to one. I hope that hits because that means Ovi's back. If he if he pots another one tonight, he's got a believer in me. That'd be awesome. I like you know, that. you know his past history is when he goes on heaters, he goes on heaters. So that's true. With 6.75 to one odds, it's not a bad bet. No, absolutely. I mean, he's now he's got 13 uh, goals on the year, which puts him on pace for 22. So if he gets another one, that's going to keep climbing. Maybe, hey, maybe he flirts for 30. I'm all here for it. Um, next up, the Columbus Blue Jackets are visiting the Ottawa Senators. Uh, pretty high over-under line for this one, no? Yeah, that struck me as weird. Going into this, I'm like... Ah, Ottawa's hot, so I'll probably take them. But let me look at the lineup at MGM, and I'm like, over-under total, seven goals. Like, refresh. Well, both refresh teams, by... though, like, will throw up a touchdown every couple games, I feel. Not every couple games, sorry. Like, every 15 games, these are both teams that surprise you with a seven-goal night, I find. I agree with you, but are we going to take the percentages or the every every 15 games? So No, no, you're right. You're yeah. right. So I'm writing the under here. Hey. Is, if it's a 7-4 game, am I going to be stunned? No. But overwhelming likelihood is this goes under seven goals or maybe yeah. hit seven goals right on, in which case, you know, you get your cash back and you don't win or lose anything. So under right. seven goals is paying 1.87 to one. These teams have not exceeded seven goals in any of their last 10 head-to-head -head meetings. So there's an 0 for 10 on hitting the over seven goals there. Okay. Only three times in their last 18 games have the Blue Jackets exceeded seven goals with their opponent. So, I mean, what are the odds on that there? Ottawa's played much better of late. They've won three straight in six of their last nine. And part of that 
has been they were one of the worst defensive teams in the league for the first half of the year. Part of that better play is thanks to better defense. They're allowing just 2.78 goals per game in their last nine. And Columbus can't really score, right? So, yeah. I mean, like they've only got 16 goals in their past seven games. So they're averaging just 2.29 per game scored in their last seven. So adding, I, I just think the line at seven goals makes no sense here. So I love oh, the under here. The line, though, wouldn't it make sense given how bad Ottawa is at keeping the puck out of their net? Or you're yeah, but they've been. What I'm saying is they've been better, been better lately. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Like, I mean, when we would see seven goals, it was usually earlier in the year when the Oilers were playing, um, which we don't see anymore because they've been much better defensively. For two really high-powered scoring outfits or teams that have, like, struggling goaltenders, the trends for both these teams are Mm low-scoring games. So, um, threw me off a bit. Look, could it go go over? Yeah, but I would, like, in my percentage, like, I would say 72% this won't go over seven goals. So those are 1.87, 1.87 to one odds at BetMGM to go under seven goals. That's a great bet when you consider the percentages. Absolutely. Uh, next up, the St. Louis Blues are visiting the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah. St. Louis, man, they're buzzing recently. They got a wild card spot. Yeah. Spot. They've they're seven and three in the last ten. They are. They've won four of the last five. They're they're I mean, we all hear about Buchnevich maybe being available, whatnot, but as of now, the Blues are very much in the race. They're hungry for a win, but the Leafs, man, that's a team desperate for a win here and probably got some extra motivation in the wake of the Morgan Riley incident and whatnot. And yeah, I think the Leafs are gonna come out firing tonight. They better be inspired and motivated tonight. And you're right, St. Louis is playing really good lately. Um, you mentioned Buchnevich, all their guys are picking it up. Jordan Kiru, um, Robert Thomas. Braden yep. Shen was invisible on the score sheet for like a month there, but he's picked mm-hmm. it up too. So um, they picked it up late, but the Leafs, this is, they really like have to show that they care and win here. They got to be more, their leaders got to step up. Whatever people think of Mo, Morgan Riley, what he did um, after Ridley Gregg ripped that slap shot in the NC Netter last night. He stood up for a team. He stood up for his team. He stood up for the crest on his jersey. And too often, that this Leafs team does not seem to stand up or care in moments. We saw mm-hmm. them get ripped when nobody did anything, when Brad Marchand took out Timothy Liljegren earlier in the year, and Tyler Bertuzzi actually was even seen laughing on the bench, and he got a lot of negative press for that. So somebody's stepping up for you here. Look, you're going to be missing your best defenseman, but we've seen in the past that the Leafs can overcome injuries to win. They need a win here. They're slipping mm-hmm. in the standings. I don't think there's gonna they're gonna miss the playoffs, but basically they're in a dogfight right now. Yeah, they're losing they, ground. Yeah, it, one thing that threw me off though, the odds for them to win aren't great at all. It's only one point four eight to one, but I think maybe keep an eye on that line. Morgan Riley's gonna get suspended. We expect that suspension to come down sometime after four between four and six o'clock. The game's at seven p.m. tonight. Um, so I mean, he's gonna be ninety nine percent missing this game tonight. But here's something to consider. Last year, Morgan Riley was injured for a large portion of the early on in the season. Yeah, Leafs yeah, went, right. Leafs went 14-2-1 without him. That's a good point. Different team. Morgan Riley's been, he wasn't that good in the regular season last year. And other guys were better. This year, he's been the only Leafs defense. I mean, Simone Benoit came out of nowhere. He's doing good for what he is. 
Jake McCabe's all right, but Brody's falling off. Giordano's yeah. falling off. Lilligren Lilligren didn't take a step. He didn't take a step Lilligren. forward. He hasn't been good. He's yeah. yeah. So I mean, but you know, when Lulis, even when Austin Matthews is missing in games, because he, I mean, this year I think he's only missed one, but he, he tends to miss three to six games a year. The Leafs yep. step up, and this tonight they have a reason to step up. Yep. Fight for your teammate. Fight for this win. You're on home ice. They need this win tonight. And also Ilya Samsonov's in net tonight. Um, I think he's actually the better goalie now than Martin Jones. As crazy as that would have, I, I think the reset was. Ago. I think the reset was great for him. I mean, he's been yeah. steady. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're betting the Leafs, hopefully the odds get better the more yeah. Riley suspension is announced, and you know the odds get longer for the Leafs to win. But I like the Leafs safe play on the money line tonight, one point four eight to one. I bet in GM. Yeah, I like it even as a parlay one. I mean, I I, I really do think the Leafs are. Um, favorites in this one Austin Matthews is 14 to one odds to win the heart I just can't see him doing it you know um, what you know what Jacob this is a game that would make a difference in the heart trophy odds this absolutely is a game, if you get two right. goals or a hat trick you score the game winning goal that people remember Nathan McKinnon has done that time and time again this year You're right and the abs have abs have come under fire he comes out with huge performances there's the one game after was it Devin Taves called out the team mm-hmm. and there was another issue with the abs this year that I can't quite put my finger on that he came out again and he has great games after this game. He leads the team. He drives them injured. Into the fight. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Or like, when they're injured. So, you know, this is the type of game, yeah. but if he has 70 goals this year, it's impossible not to consider him for the heart and sure. at 14 to one odds, it's worth a bet, but this is the type of game that'll make a difference. So, you know, step up tonight. And even better yet, this period of, you know, yes. the assumption Riley's out. If if Matthews comes out here and is the driver for that team and puts yes. the team on his back and says, This is my team, I'm gonna fill the void here, then absolutely, George, you're right. And those odds yeah. will shrink. So hey, if you're a believer in that, hammer it. Yeah. I mean, and the I, one thing with him, as great as a player as he's been, look, he's gone on runs where he's carried the team, but not in moments where they've needed it or come under fire, I feel. As great right. as Austin Matthews is, he hasn't had a lot of those moments. This period, as you said, it's not just one game. It's going to be probably minimum three, maybe maximum six games. Lead your team. Lead your team into the fire. Drag them with you. Carry them on your back. If you are truly one of the great superstars in the league, it's time to do that. Then, like you said, those odds will shrink. So 14 to 1, I think it's worth a bet. Not a big bet, but I think it's worth like a a one unit or half unit bet. Yeah, fair enough. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, next up, the Seattle Kraken are visiting the New York Islanders. Kraken are just, you know, crap in the bed. I mean, they're they're they've lost eight of the last ten. They've just completely flown off the radar. They're going to be sellers. I'm I'm sure of it. They got to um, be. They have to be at this rate. Um, yeah. Then the Islanders, you know, they haven't really had the Patrick Waugh bump that you would have hoped for, standings wise. But they're very much in the wild card race right now. Like they're in the thick of it. And they need these two points. And, you know, I think the money line is the way to look, as you're about to point out. 
<laughs> yeah, I like I like the Isles on the money line paying 1.62 to 1 uh, at BetMGM. And uh, for all the reasons that Islanders can't afford to lose this game. They can't. No. Like, I know there's still 30 games left in the season for most of these teams or 30 plus, but you can't. You can't lose a game like this to the Seattle team. That Seattle's basically—they're not quite out of it yet, but they're—they're they're almost out of it. They're they can't win on the road. No, they can't yeah. win on the road. They've lost six so straight. Weird. Six straight on the road. They can't score of late. They've lost eight of their last ten overall. Overall, only six teams in the league have fewer road wings than the Kraken this year. And they're very boring to watch. They are, yeah, they are bo- boring. And I don't know what's happened to Matty Beniers. Um, he's playing more Crazy, of a defensive yes. role this year, but. He was the rookie yes. of the year with 57 points um, last year, and he's kind of falling off. I agree with you. They got to be sellers, and they got to sell soon. As long as they get, I guess, a decent return back. I don't know if they're getting a decent return on their guys. Kraken are also on a back-to-back, second half of a back-to-back. While yeah. the Islanders haven't played since Saturday. Islanders have no excuse yeah. not to win tonight. Zero excuses. So I love them on the money line, 1.62 to 1. And interesting enough, I think we both think Seattle doesn't have a chance at the playoffs. The Islanders are currently 3.5 yeah. to 1 to make the playoffs. Are you betting it? Because those are pretty long odds. Those are pretty good odds. I think I would. I think I discussed this last time or recently about how that team has been together. Like, say what you want about Lou and the way he's run the team. And like, I, I'd probably agree with most things you say, but they've been able to keep that group together for a long, long time. And they've always found a way. I think that, you know, Patrick Waugh, assuming that this this is gives them somewhat of a jolt, I kind of like the Isles. I kind of, because the one thing that they have going for them that New Jersey doesn't, that other teams that are in that sort of tier fighting for ground don't have, like, you know, Pitts, like, not Pittsburgh, but Washington, even Detroit, is they got all-star caliber goaltending. Like, mm-hmm. Sorokin can lead them there. So I love those those odds. And I would... Yeah, I may have to hammer that myself. That's a very good bet. Yeah, and also like we talked about earlier, look, I probably still would pick Tampa to win it. But look, that Sergachev loss is a huge loss if they don't qualify that D. They could slip. Yeah. So I like a 3.5 to 1 odds. That's the reason I like it most. If it was 2 to 1, I'd be like, that's ah, probably not worth it. But 3.5 to 1, I agree with you. It's worth it. What if they? What were they at like before Patrick Watt? Do you remember? Oh man, I mean, right before they were probably way longer because they were they were losing every game there for for a period there. So they were probably not way longer, but probably five to one. The the playoff odds with teams in the race don't unless you're like a Chicago or an uh, Ottawa, who's probably playoff odds have shortened a ton because they've gone on a bit of even though I don't think they have a chance. But the playoff odds usually are weren't too huge mid-season because teams can go on runs, but they were longer than three and a half to one, that's for sure, because they were losing quite a few games that led to the, the firing of, uh, is it Lane Lambert? Yeah, Lane Lambert. Lane Lambert, yeah, so. All right, so speaking of that division, the Devils uh, are right there in the thick of it. They're visiting the Nashville Predators tonight. Devils, man, they oh, they so badly need to gain some ground here. They've got like a, I think their entire blue line can't drink legally in the States. They're so young. Um, they've just got Jack Hughes back, but Nashville's been sneaky good all year, all year long. Yeah. Devils are fighting for their playoff lives, but they're playing a team that's fighting for their playoff lives too in Nashville. I think Nashville's Nashville expectations, you know, Nashville doesn't yeah. have the expectations. I think. Lower expectations for sure. But now that they're here, they're going to want it. And they got, they have, 
Nashville's got leaders on their team. They've got Ryan O'Reilly. They've got Ryan McDonough on the blue line. They have Roman Yossi. Um, they have a great goalie too in UC Soros. You know what I mean? So they have leaders that know what it takes to win and they're here now. You know, these guys know they they're within arm's reach of a playoff spot. So I like the Preds on the money line tonight. They're paying 1.78 to one to win at home at BetMGM. Here's a really telling stat too. And I don't know why, if I'm the Devils, I'm really ticked off of this. They've played, this will be their 11th game playing on consecutive nights this season. Some teams have only been in this situation three, four times this year. So they scored a 3-1 win over the Kraken yesterday. Their previous 10 um, back-to-backs, the second half of the back-to-backs, they're 1-8-1. They're 1-8-1. And, and this yeah. isn't a back-to-back where they have two straight games at home. They played at home yesterday and traveled to Nashville overnight. So, here's I mean. The counter, here's the counter to that, though. If you play for the Devils, you're sleeping in your own bed after most road games. Philly, New York, New York, like that whole division, they're not in hotels. Right. So right. Yeah, you have a, you have a 45-hour drive either way, yeah. 45, yeah, exactly. So, Max. I mean. Yeah. Right. So yeah, they, they've been kind of screwed over the back to backs, but they do get a pretty nice setup for the road. They go to good, get a good sleep, but I still think it still takes a toll yeah. on your body if you don't no, have no, the day sure. off. I mean, That's look, fair. I'm not an NHL player, but I think hey, it's taking a toll on the devils. Yeah. <laughs> like, look at the record, one eight and one. So uh, on top of that, Nashville owns the devils. They own Crazy. them. Just call them your daddy. Jack Hughes. Call Roman Yossi your daddy. They won eight straight against New Jersey. So, and New Jersey's not a great road team. They lost three straight on the road. I know you're saying the Devils are fighting for their playoff lives, but so is Nashville. Yeah. Adding everything together, I'm taking the Preds at pretty good odds at 1.78 to one on the money line. Yeah, I mean they're pretty neck and neck with with points. They're even. Just that Devils have a game in hand. Okay, so we talked about the Blues, how they're in the thick of it. The Preds are, you know. Very, like they're in a spot right now. I think they're ninth or tenth, so they're like they're just outside yeah. the first. Yeah, two point eight to one odds to make the playoffs. Do you like that bet? Um, it's not bad odds. I'd consider it. Um, the thing is, I just think there's one one spot up for grabs in the West. I think LA. I, I even think though they fell off, higher chance of selling too. Yeah. So, um. Not I, loving it. I might bet it because it's it's really St. Louis, Nashville. Who are the others? I mean, Calgary had a little spark there, but I, I can't see them making well, the playoffs. You're, you'd be – Minnesota has won three straight and a seven. You know what? Minnesota game. can make a run, so, actually. I, Minnesota I can make a run. Um, I mean, they're doing a good job of it. 2.81 to 1. I'd, I'd bet half a unit. The odds are pretty good. I'd bet half a unit. What about the Devils? 1.8 to 1. No. Not at those yeah. odds. Not at those yeah, odds. I don't no. see it this year. They're missing too many. I know Jack Hughes is back, but they're missing them. Like, but when you're making the bet, like, do you see them trading for a goaltender? And if so, like, that's going to change it. So, I don't think these I, no, everybody I that's talking that. about trading for a goaltender, like, oh, I know. how rare. How I mean, they'll get a, they'll get a bit of an upgrade if they trade for somebody, probably. But sure, there's no stud goaltenders on the market. Yeah, like and you're also assuming that they'd be able to come in seamlessly and be at that same level that you acquired. Like, but like, that's so, that's such a reach. Yeah, here, here's the thing. If they beat the Preds tonight and the Preds are like, we're out of it. We want to trade our goalie to you now, UC Soros. Then I think, then I think the Devils have a good chance, but I think you're going to have to give up a pretty good, 
pretty good amount of assets to get land UC Soros. I agree. Okay, Carolina Hurricanes are facing the Dallas Stars. This is a this is a good game. Two one of the top teams from the East, one of the top one of the, the best West. matchups of the night. Could be a Stanley Cup preview, man. Could be, could be. That's why I like. I think there's going to be a t- pretty tight affair. I know Dallas scores a lot of goals, but I like the under here. Under six point five goals is paying one point eight seven to one. Um, I usually favor the unders when it's uh, two like really good teams playing each other, unless one is just. You know, like the previous Oilers regime where they just filled the net with goals or like a really high scoring, high octane team like Colorado. So I like yeah. the under team. Um, Kachetkov's getting the start for the Canes. They have some injury issues as they always do with their net minders. He's given up two goals or less in six of his last eight outings. Carolina's just, just, just been much better since the new year. They've been one of the best defensive teams in the league since the new year. They're allowing just 2.21 goals per game in 14 games in 2024. They've gone under 6.5 goals in five of the last six. So um, I'm rolling with the under here. I think that's gonna that's the best play. Yeah, I would agree. Like part of, part of me really wanted to lean towards Dallas here because I love their offense and they come at you at waves, right? They have like four lines. Like they have, they have two second lines, a first line and a third line, right? right. But Korchekov, he's playing... If you're a goalie for Carolina, you've got to just be like average. Because you got to be solid. Under, yeah. you got to be solid. Like you have to just be at the average level of a goal to the NHL because their entire defensive system is based on limiting high danger chances against. Now that Carolina's doing it and Kocheka's playing at an average rate, that's hard to score. Like Carolina is back to like their prime form and they'll give a team like Dallas a really hard test, I think. Yeah, I think it'll be a good game. I see like a 3-2 or 4-2 yeah. or maybe an even 2-1 two, one, two, one affair here, but uh, I, I like the under here. I have 6.5 goals. Looking at the future, like, so Dallas, I would say, in my opinion, like, I think we all agree, the West is harder than the East this year. There's a lot of more big dogs, right? So the mm-hmm. Stars have 14-1 to odds. Carolina has 11-1 to um, to win the Cup. I I love that value for Dallas. I really I do. do because- too. Because I don't think they're done yet. I think that they will acquire, like, I could see them coming out and acquiring Chris Tanup and be, everyone would be like, whoa, where did that come from? They need a top 4D. This is Dallas's year. They have a decent amount of assets. I like that bet. They check every single box. And I'm not opposed to Carolina pick. I just, I, to me, I get it. Like, I get the approach they take where it's like, if you're in, you have a chance, whatever, and time and time again, trying to luck. But, they just, it's not, maybe because Svetrikov's barely healthy, maybe because they weren't great for part of the year, but not sold. I like the Stars, though, at 14-1. Yeah, I'm surprised they got longer odds. And uh, I know. I mean, I'm on the verge of saying Dallas is stacked. I mean, this Thomas, Harley, this Thomas Harley kid is a stud on he's me. Insane. He's got, what has he got, 14 goals this year? I think he's like second yeah. or third amongst defensemen in goals. Yeah. They just, like you said, they have three really, really good lines. And... uh yeah, if they make another added, their their defense is really good. Every yeah. layer, they have great players. It's just maybe they don't have that overwhelming superstar, but I really like this Dallas team. Yeah, they, they don't, but here's the difference that they have compared to Carolina. Carolina doesn't have, I mean, listen, let's give Ajo some respect. He's fantastic. So is Slavin. Mm-hmm. But like none of the guys Carolina has, even Svechnikov, I don't think compared to like the top dogs Dallas has when they're going this year in particular, 
And I think what they're doing right now is pretty insane. Like that Marshman, Sagan, and Duchesne line is one of the best lines in the entire NHL. Yeah, and they're, the, they're their second line. So there you go. Yeah. Um, all right. So next, the Vancouver Canucks are visiting the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, Connor Bedard is not back, but will be soon. Uh, I'm trying to think of other reasons to care about the Blackhawks. Um, what are we thinking in this one? Uh, I like the over here, uh, 5.5 goals. I know that Blackhawks struggle to put the puck in the net, but I mean, Vancouver can score six on their own and they have scored six numerous times this year. So I was kind of surprised the over under our line was pretty, so low at 5.5. They're paying 1.8 to one uh, to go over five and a half goals. They're, Vancouver's got the best offense in the league. They average almost four goals per game. And yeah. Chicago, as bad as their offense has been, they scored at least three goals in two of their last three home games. So I think the Canucks are due for an offensive breakout. They've been kind of stifled a bit lately. Um, and I think they're going to fill the net tonight. They have all that firepower up front and on D, I guess, with Quinn Hughes, who's amongst, I think he's top 10 in points in the league this year. He's having a phenomenal season. So 5.5 goals is a really low total. I think they're mm -hmm. the odds makers are thinking like Chicago might not score or only get one goal. But like I said, Vancouver can score six on their own. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I could so see this being a touchdown type of night because, you know, there's obviously going to be a Justin Pierre with Pedersen coming in. Sorry, uh, Lindholm. God, there's so many Eliases there. Um, with <laughs> Lindholm coming in. But, you know, he's playing between Besser and Miller. That line, I think, is going to be rolling. And then you have, Pet like, Pedersen on your second line or whatever you want to call it. Like, to me, I agree. I think if you were to even say a bet of will they score over five goals themselves, I would take it because I think this is a perfect time from the feast. And I think that talk will be pretty even with his deployment because it's a chance to get guys touches. Yeah, yeah. I I just see I, I see a breakout game here. I mean, all, Vancouver hasn't been shut down for too many games. Not that they've been shut down lately, but they're not scoring the way they had earlier in the year. It's, I mean, this is a perfect time to do it against the Chicago squad. And, you know, I know that rivalry's done this, but there's always some hate from Vancouver towards Chicago. So, absolutely. Let's do a little bit of a temperature check on uh, Vancouver's cup odds. Like Vegas's odds went up big time after being the Oilers. Canucks right now, 13 to 1 to win the cup. I don't know how much a Blackhawks win is going to move the needle, but I like, like, I mean, if, if you're big on the Canucks this year, you've got to be taking bets like that. Um, but if you're going to ask me who I'd rather take, around that range i would rather have dallas at 14 to 1 than vancouver 13 to 1 but hey if you're a vancouver fan i mean vancouver fan this is your time yeah i mean i agree with that if you're like i i don't see them doing it this year but I their, don't odds, their odds were a lot longer before the limb like you could have got vancouver odds at like 17 18 to 1 so mm -hmm. if you did if you were feeling them and this is at a time when they were still first in the league i hope you hit them then 13 to one, they're still good odds, but they were much, they were at like 22 to one last last month. So, mm -hmm. um, I mean, I'm probably not. The West is just so stacked. I don't think that Vancouver can get through three rounds in the West this season. Yeah, I can't see either. I'll be honest. Um, let's get to our last game. The Detroit Red Wings are visiting the Edmonton Oilers. Red Wings sneaky efficient all year long. Honestly, they've they've kind of. Like they've been in the hunt, but they've kind of been pretty secure for a lot of the year. Oilers faltering a little bit lately, but I mean, yeah. let's give them a bit of slack. They were dynamite before. Um, what do you like in this one? Yeah, so like you said, Edmonton, everybody knows the run Edmonton just uh, went on, and they've been the best team in the league in the new year. Detroit, 
Third best team in the league in points percentage in 2024. Detroit's been really good. Yep. They are seizing a playoff spot. They're in a playoff spot, and they took hold of it. It's not because other teams are losing. It's because they're winning. I like Detroit on the puck line here. Plus 1.5. Even if they lose by a goal, you win your bet. They're paying 1.83 to 1 at BetMGM. I think they could even score an upset to win outright. They're 2.9 to 1. But I like them on the puck line. Plus 1.5, page 1.83 to 1 at BetMGM. They're coming off a two-goal come-from-behind victory against the Canucks, the best team in the league. So it doesn't even matter if they're down. This Detroit team is showing something right now. Oilers, like we said, they suddenly dropped two of three. They're coming off getting shut out against Vegas. They almost lost to Anaheim. So Mm -hmm. um, I think it's like this is a pretty even affair. Each team has won four uh, in that last eight games between these teams. Each team's won four games. Edmonton's only defeated Detroit by two goals or more twice in their last nine meetings. Um, Detroit's been really good on the road, too. They're 5-1 in their last six on the road. I, I, I really like them to keep it close tonight and maybe even win. I like the uh, – I want to talk about the betting on Detroit to make it versus not make it, um, the odds there. I think that's actually – I can make a compelling case for either of them, to be honest. What, what are the odds at? So 1.67 to 1 for them to make it. Obviously, because they've just gone on a run and they're pretty, yeah. like, pretty not cushy, but they're safely in a playoff spot right now. Just some, 2. Yeah, 1. Sure. 5, 2.15 to 1 for them not to make it. So the odds makers obviously think they're going to make it. Yeah, I would wait a bit. Maybe, hopefully, someone else kind of catches up. And if you're still into Detroit, like, kind of hammer it once it gets better. But... Yeah, it's just, it's kind of, that's a hard, like, I almost would want to take because of value, like, for them not to make it. Because I could totally see it. Like, they've been the comfortable all year, but I could see one of those teams trailing them completely taking their spot. It would not I, surprise me. I can see them slipping, but you know what? They've also dealt with adversity this year. They missed and they've been Dylan pretty Larkin good. For another, last. Dylan Larkin for a number of games. I mean, Patrick Kane has really missed, like, half the season, and he's probably just hitting his stride. He had an injury, too, uh, after yeah. he started with them. So, He's going to get better and better. Um, they missed David Perron with suspension. Um, so they've missed they missed JT Comfer earlier in the year. They had a ton of injuries at a certain point this year. And they stayed in the race. And yeah. now they're winning. And uh, yeah. they haven't been in the playoffs for, I think, seven years. You know, Detroit's a pretty proud franchise. So um, I, uh, I would I lean Dylan- towards them making it this year. I yeah maybe I'm going off of past seasons and just un, like you know overlooking the p- roster on paper. But two things: one, as you said, George, they're like the best team in the NHL by point percentage since January first. Third think, best, sorry, third, third best. best, sorry, third, yeah. third best. That makes sense. Um, but also I think Dylan Larkin's a very motivated player right now to get this yeah. team in the playoffs. He's playing He's like been it, flying sixteen points in you know fourteen games in the new year. He he's uh, he's buzzing. He's buzzing. Speaking of flying, can't not talk about Connor McDavid. Um, yeah. So the hard odds. Did Larkin hard beat players. him in the fastest in the skills competition a couple years ago? In the yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. he did. That's true. McDavid's, I guess, the second fastest. Um, <laughs> I still, I'm not I'm, saying that. You heard it here first. I still think that at this rate, McDavid is going to get. Like, I think if people are split on Kucherov versus McDavid. I have a hunch voters will, for whatever reason, go for McDavid. And I think you should keep an eye on the odds, which are at 5.25 to 1 at BetMGM. Because I'm telling you, people love the narrative of Connor leading this team. 
He is doing great. And I think because he's a center, there's that slant there too. Keep an eye on him. I mean, they're only going to shrink from this point on. I agree with you. Great odds, 5.25 to win. And we know he can score in bunches. And although he's not going to get nearly as many points this season as he did last year, I I think you could argue he's having a better, he's been a better all-around player. 100%. I, I completely, completely agree. And he's been a better all-around player than like a Kucherov, right? And he's mm-hmm. scoring one or two points less than him, you know, since December or January. So that's why I think, I'm telling you guys, the MVP chatter, it's not going to stop with McDavid. Everyone that's watched has seen he's really invested in all-around game. Not to say Nate Mack hasn't, but if he keeps up at this pace, I mean, hammer that if you like McJesus. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Great odds, 5.25 to 1 at BetMGM. All right. Well, thank you, George, and thank you to everyone for listening to another episode of the Hockey News Action Show presented by BetMGM. Please bet responsibly and enjoy Tuesday night's games. Until next time. Thanks, guys. 